0: Hello to all you beautiful people tuning in today. I'm sending you so much love wherever you are in the world, and I'm grateful that you are taking the time to tune in and be here with me in this energetic space that I have created, that we are co-creating through this medium Of audio and the podcast. So today is just going to be a personal account, a personal experience of mine. And I just want to like caution those of you who are listening that this is just my personal truth, my story. And I am not someone who vouches for anything. I am someone that just does and honors and listens to my intuition, my guidance, and what I know and feel to be true for me in my body and in my spirit. And I felt compelled to share this because I've had so much awareness and so much exposing of my own wounds and trauma be brought forth to the surface because of this incident or interaction. So we're almost like two years in to the current state of affairs in the world. And, you know, to be honest, I've kept to myself because I didn't really feel like I had had anything to say about it. And nor did I feel like it was my place to say anything. Um, and now that I've had like a personal experience with it, now it's coming from a very personal thing. I'm not here to offer you education on this. There's resources and places to go where you can get educated and can learned. You can learn more, but here is just a personal account of a human being's own pain, and trauma and wounding that has come up. Um, and I feel like now is the time for me to talk about it because I've had my own personal experience with it. And because I feel, I have felt so alone in this besides, you know, my husband, I have felt very alone in all of this. And I want to give voice to my truth and my, my pain and what's coming up for me and how this is really shedding light onto some big, big wounding that I have. And I really want to speak and share my expression in my truth because that's what's being asked of me to do. I had an intuitive tarot reading down my birthday and one of the things that the woman who was reading for me was saying is that it's time for you to share your truth, share your voice without caring how it's landing or resonating for somebody else because you're not doing it for them. You're doing it yourself. You're doing it to liberate yourself. You're doing it to own your voice, own yourself. And this is like the perfect initiation into this for me. And I'm just going to share what's flowing through me and what wants to be said. So this story all starts with me going to the doctor's office on February 3rd, so the day before my birthday, to get some blood work done and just to check in to see where everything is in my body. And while I was at the doctor's office, I'm assuming this is normal protocol, um, she asked me if I had gotten the V. And we all know what V I'm talking about. And I said, no, I haven't gotten it. And then She goes on to then basically shame me and ridicule me for my choice. And I could feel like my body immediately feeling contracted and I started to feel immediately unsafe. But at that point in time, I knew what was important and I knew that getting blood work and why I was here was more important than engaging in a conversation with somebody who I knew was clearly not open and receptive to receiving me and what what I would say. And so all I said was, okay, and we finished the rest of the exam. I went and got blood work, and that was that. And I made an Instagram story about it where I talked about that there's a difference between when someone is confronting you And when someone is having a conversation with you and this medical professional was clearly confronting me about my choices and then shaming me and telling me how my choice was wrong. That was not a conversation. That was a confrontation. And when there's confrontation with somebody or when we're in a confrontation with somebody, we don't feel safe. And that's because we won't be seen, we won't be heard, we won't be respected, and we will either be shamed, attacked, or, you know, disrespected, all those things. And when we're in a confrontational situation with somebody, notice just how you feel in your body when you're, like, having to confront somebody or someone's confronting you. There's a lot of, like, tightness and tension that happens in the body, and That's because your nervous system is telling you, hey, I actually don't feel safe with this person. And if I say anything to this person right now, it's going to be a defense mechanism. I'm going to be operating from a defensive pattern. And this defense pattern for some of us may look like shutting down and people pleasing or compromising or going against our own moral ethics and moral code and what we know and feel to be true for us. Um, For others, it will go into like a fight, anger, aggression, raising our voice, like trying to prove our point. (laughs) And maybe some of us will like try to flee the situation altogether. Um, We all have our own ways of responding when we don't feel safe. And if we understand this patterning within us and kind of sit with and ask ourselves, when I don't feel safe, when I feel like I'm not being met, seen, heard by the other person, how do I usually respond? Like, do I shut down? Do I go into avoidance? Do I just kind of smile and agree? Do I like want to fight, get angry, get aggressive, like try to prove a point? Do I want to run? Like, I think understanding... Our way of coping with what makes us feel unsafe is really, really going to help us to meet these confrontational situations when we're in them in a more aware and conscious way. So that's why I just said, okay, because I knew that I didn't want to engage or participate in that, and that was okay because That was my way of staying focused on what I was there to do. And I can deal with everything that was happening in my system, in my body later on, in my own home, and like with tenderness and compassion and kindness and holding myself in this experience. And so I didn't really, it didn't really register how this was really activating trauma for me until a few days later when i put these two things together where i my my husband and i are potentially moving to an area of the country where there are currently really really st- um strict restrictions in place as to the movement of people who have chosen to not get the v and In my body, immediately, I'm starting to feel unsafe. Like, why would I move to an area of the country where I wouldn't be safe because I could be ridiculed, attacked, shamed for my choice? And I was really, really, really like in a fearful response with it, being like, I don't know if we should go, this is not a good idea, yada, yada, yada. But I didn't actually put the two and two together until I was in therapy today that that feeling of unsafety which is such a normal way for me to be because that is how my nervous system has been wired since I was a little child says to feel unsafe that first incident with the medical professional in the doctor's office and now with this potential move moving to a country moving to an area of the country where I would feel unsafe and how those two were really showing me and exposing my fear of unsafety and how I actually feel unsafe in my truth, in my voice, in me having my own personal decision and choice, because this is beautiful how this is being orchestrated, because what a healing opportunity for me. But Throughout my whole entire life, I have been ridiculed and shamed and attacked for my choices and for my decisions and for um, doing what's best for me, choosing my authenticity, uh, living authentically, and doing things that are feeling really aligned mind, body, and spirit for me. And I got this from my family a lot. And so... I have been trained to not feel safe when I speak my truth, when I share my truth, when I, you know, share my choices, share my decisions that I've made. Because when I have done that, I have been ridiculed, attacked, or shamed. And shame is really, really big because I have been feeling shame in my system for my choice with the whole V thing. And... I was also I was always afraid of oh my god when am I going to run into someone who's who I'm going to have to have this conversation with because I know a lot of people right now are not safe spaces to have these conversations with because there's one narrative and if you don't fit into this narrative you're shamed you're ridiculed you're attacked I mean it's happening publicly on social media every day and to me I'm like well if all of a sudden I voiced my decision or my truth, the same will happen to me. And look at, look at all this history that I have, that when I did do these things, it happened to me. And oh my gosh, like it happened to me in the doctor's office. And oh my gosh, it might potentially happen to me in this area of the country where I'm moving to. And it was creating a lot of fear and a lot of um, anxiety in my system. And even in therapy today, I had such a hard time talking to my therapist about how that situation, at the doctor's office really actually impacted me because I was even afraid that the therapist would shame me. That's just because that's what's happening right now. Everyone is just shaming everyone who has a different opinion, a different perspective, a different take on all of this. And if you don't fit into like, this one size fits all or this one way of it being, then you are shamed. And so luckily, actually, my by me just giving voice to this and being like, this is what happened, and I'm so afraid that if I go around and sharing my truth, my choices, that I will be alone, that I will be alone and I will be isolated and that I will have no friends and no one will like me and all of those things. And as soon as I gave voice to this fear that I don't feel safe in my choices, in my truth, in sharing what is what is real, what is authentic to me, I immediately felt a relief in my system just by giving voice to that fear I felt relaxation, I felt calmness, I felt a sense of liberation come over me. And I witnessed myself because I was shaking as I was trying to as I was sharing this with my therapist because I was so afraid that I was going to get shamed by even sharing this very controversial thing right now. And and beautifully they didn't because that's not a therapist's job. A therapist's job is to hold a neutral loving space for you and that's exactly what she did and and she referred that she reflected that back to me and said, I am actually really proud of you for sharing this. And I honor, I honor your truth. I honor that you are openly sharing this with me because I could see how hard this is for you. And me actually even doing this podcast right now, it's interesting because it was birthed from that relief I felt in therapy earlier today. And realizing that I'm I am I am on a journey of liberation, of self-liberation. And a part of this practice for me is liberating myself in my expression, in my truth, in my choices, in my decisions, in who I am. And everything I I do or share with you on the podcast or through any other medium that you interact with of mine is from a real lived life experience of me doing the work and me walking my talk. And I was having this conversation with my therapist. So much of my life's work is such a personal experience and a personal journey. Like my work is really offering of myself. And how can I offer of myself if I'm not willing to look at these dark, uncomfortable places within myself that feel ashamed, that feel attacked, that feel angry, that feel hurt, that feel unworthy, that feel invisible. It's it's bringing light to them and creating a conversation with them all and saying, you are allowed to exist. Even though you're here, I still accept myself with all of these, with all of these ways of with all this fear in my system, you know? And this kind of like made me think about the greater, larger macrocosm of what's happening in the world and how many people are currently triggered in some kind of trauma response because you're asking people to do something that they may not want to do for their own reasoning. And who are we to judge what their reasoning is? Just like we, we don't judge people for their reasoning, for taking the V, who are we to judge the people who don't take the V? And imagine the psychological effect it, that is happening on that person when you're telling that person to go against their own morals, their own values, their own understanding of their own body, in their own immune system or you know whatever is true for them their own aligned decision you're asking that person to go against themselves just so they can finance a society and it's it's traumatizing because i think about the generations of people who have been minorities and who have been oppressed who were ridiculed for the color of their skin, who were attacked and shamed for the color of their skin, who were ostracized from society, who were denied basic human rights because of the color of their skin. And this feels like it's happening all over again, just in a different context. Like if we changed the word V to skin color, it would just be absurd. And it's interesting how... This is probably surfacing for a lot of people, but the mental health aspect of it, the psychological aspect of it, the nervous system aspect of it, the trauma aspect of it is not being talked about. And I actually didn't put the two and two together until today when I realized, wow, like my fear of saying my status with a V is actually re-triggering my wounding around feeling isolated, and alone, because I chose to spoke my truth. I have so many experiences growing up when my truth, my choices, my decisions was upsetting to somebody to the point where they shamed me and attacked my character. And that's happening right now in real time in this context of the V. And it's, it just brought so much light onto how, how the macrocosm is actually pinpointing to my own wounding around taking ownership of my voice, of my truth, of my authenticity, of what's best for me and not being ashamed of it. Because so much of the shame that we live with, we have taken on. Because it's the people who have shamed us, it is their shame that we carry. And then we, shame makes us live in secrecy, it makes us isolate, it makes us feel like something is wrong with us. And then when we're living in these constant, you know, energy or this constant place of shame within ourselves, we're so afraid to go out into the world and share our truth and share our perspective and share our voice and advocate for ourselves because we're so afraid that we will be shamed but when some, but, but when someone is shaming you that's a projection right they're coming from their own perspective or their own understanding and their own you know place and they're shaming you but it's not yours to take on I think people shaming other people is how we make meaning of why this person is not doing what we want them to do or what we think is right or what we think they need to do. I think shame is the way we, like, indirectly somehow, like, justify our own selves in our own beliefs, in our own, you know, understanding of things. And but it can be very very toxic because then you're 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 retriggering a lot of trauma for a lot of people who have history of being ridiculed and oppressed and shut down and ostracized from society because just because of who they are and the choices they have made. We have watched this happen in history through the slavery, through the Holocaust, through the civil rights movement. And when you're specifically talking to a person of color, be it brown skin or indigenous people, you're you're talking to somebody who's ancestrally, generationally carrying the trauma of that level of rejection and that level of shame and that level of you know, like hate or that level of disapproval. And, and it's, 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 it's re-triggering all the ways these people or we have been suppressed and hurt and, and suffered and, and are in pain because of just who we are and the choices we have made. And it was so interesting because, Putting these two together makes me realize like that that's, it's happening all over again in the world, just in a different context. And like, if you just look at it in a deeper way, if you just give yourself just a little bit of mental space to just be open to another perspective, because there's no, there's no one right answer here and there isn't one size fits all. It's just what feels right for you. This is the reason we have intuition. This is the reason we have discernment. This is the reason we have logic. This is the reason we have the ability to critically think with our prefrontal cortex. We have these these tools built into our biology that help us understand what is good for us and what isn't good for us. And how can you judge when a person makes a decision based on what they know to be good for them? It's, it's just, it's just, it's appalling to me (laughs) to not have that, at least that level of compassion and empathy for another person's place in all of this. And it's, it's appalling to not even look at how pe- we are traumatizing people who have lived through oppression, and isn't it, you don't have to be a person of color to have lived through oppression. You could have lived through oppression in a completely different way, but it's still oppression. And how we're how we're triggering people who have lived through oppression, who have denied, who have been denied the power of their voice and the power of their truth because of the choices they have made in history. Or in your own live life experiences. And I think this is the reason I'm even having, you know, this conversation. It feels like I'm having this conversation with myself to just understand this better. But this is even the reason I'm I'm speaking about this in an episode. Because it's traumatizing. And it made me realize that what's happening in the world and my choice with it actually is touching a wound that I have of my own trauma of being... Ostracized and shamed for my own choices that I have made throughout my life. And a big part of healing is giving voice to the parts of myself that are ashamed. We speak them out. The things that we are ashamed of, we speak them out. The things that we have learned to be ashamed of, we speak them out. The things that we hold so tight, near our heart, and we wish nobody would find out about us, we speak them out. Just by giving them a voice and taking ownership of that pain, of that rejection, of that hurt, it it frees us. It liberates us. And I witnessed this happen in my own system when I did it in therapy today. And I haven't publicly shared with anybody my status of the V. I didn't need to for a long time because I didn't, I didn't, it was, I was so neutral with it that I didn't even think to do it. But now that having gone through a personal experience, I I felt, I feel like I need to give this voice because if I don't give it voice, I'm going to continue to take on the shame of all the people in the world who are telling me I'm wrong or of all the people in the world who are, t- who are telling people like me that I'm wrong and that I'm a horrible person or whatever have you. And just it's just giving a voice and being like, this is my truth. And I'm not sorry <laughs> that it doesn't fit into your truth or your belief system or what you would do for yourself. I'm not sorry, but I have to do what's best for me. And what I know to be true for me, and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm actually proud of myself for having the courage to make my own choice, to use discernment and check in with my own guidance system, my intuition of what is best for me and what is the right right way for me to you know to participate with this all and that's that to me feels like freeing but it also liberates us that's where the liberation comes from is when we own the things that we are afraid to say out loud and then we say it out loud we, we free ourselves, we liberate ourselves. And once we liberate ourselves, we, we, we realize that, wow, I've carried the shame of somebody else, and I can just give that back to that person and be like, that's yours. I'm going to come into a sovereign relationship with my choices, with my decisions, with my truth, with my voice. And I'm going to start teaching my nervous system, my body, that it's safe that I am safe when I speak my truth. I am safe when I share my voice. I am safe to make my own decisions and choices. If we don't do that, we continue to live in this dysregulated nervous system, like creating artificial fabricated safety for ourselves And the safety becomes this defensive response, and we we move through life in a very defensive way, like in that fight, flight, or freeze way, and we aren't even, you know, holding ourselves in the pain that we have felt for so long, and our ancestors ancestors have felt because they have been ridiculed and shamed for their choices and decisions, and just who they are and their and their stance on certain things. I mean, this has happened through history. Yeah, and I think there just needs to be a lot more sensitivity around it, but I think it's just people like me and anybody else who's listening that that wants to put this into practice within themselves of creating safety within their own bodies to speak their truth and share their voice and be courageous and honor their truth their voice and you know most of us don't do it because we're so afraid of what someone else is going to think what someone else is going to say and that that's that's and we don't do because that's a safety thing we're just trying to protect ourselves we're trying to keep ourselves safe and that's so normal that is such a normal response like we need to normalize the ways we try to protect ourselves But we also need to normalize that that isn't real protection, that isn't real safety. Holding things in and bottling things up and pretending like things don't bother us or things don't affect us and behaving and moving through the world in very inauthentic ways is not actually real protection, real safety. That's that's a complete detachment of the self that is self harm and self betrayal and self rejection and when we can start to lean in to the things that make us feel like we will be annihilated in 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 terms of speaking our truth and sharing our voice we actually create start to create real safety for ourselves because we start to sit with the sensations of the body shaking of the heart beating really really fast of our of like us sweating and our stumbling over our words and you know our breathing getting shallow and feeling like i could just like crawl into a cave right now or i could disappear you're 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 teaching your nervous system now that hey we can move through this threshold and we can go through this and we can get on to the other side. It's it's learning how to rewire our nervous system. And of course, if you have history of lots of trauma and a really dysregul- re- dysregulated nervous system, this will not be as easy for you to do and go get help for that. But if you understand that there's parts of you that want to say things and want to speak up and share your truth and express who you are, and you're holding yourself back from doing it because of being shamed, ridiculed, or attacked, know that you're not alone. You're really not alone. And it's time to allow yourself that gift of liberation and doing it. It's, it's by saying what you want to say as you want to say it, you liberate yourself. And you will feel that difference in your body. Like, your nervous system will finally calm down and relax and be like, oh, I said it. I got it off my chest. All is well in my world again. Like, that's it. And then you realize, oh, well, I'm not rejecting myself anymore for my choices, my opinions, my truth, my voice. I'm taking ownership of them and I'm sharing them. And as long as you have your self-acceptance, trust me, it will make no difference of whose self-acceptance you do not have because in truth the person whose self-acceptance you're seeking is your own that is the medicine that is the healing that is where the alchemy happens and I think this is the reason I could even talk about this on this podcast because I had a complete release in my nervous system and being like wow I'm going to start teaching myself and training myself that it's okay to share and speak my truth. When I speak, speaking my truth is an act of self-liberation. Is an act of self-acceptance. Is me honoring myself. Is safe. Speaking my truth is safe. Seeking my truth is an act of self-liberation. And I give myself that gift. (sighs) Those are all the words that I have today to say. And I am sending you love and... Yeah. Stay open, beloved. Stay open.